The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Hello and welcome back to the Next of Kin podcast. I'm your host, Rich, joined by my son, Christian. And, and we're joined by Matt Johnson. I'm back. You're back. But I'm here for the first time. You're back Recording for the first time. Recording for the first time, but I'm back. For the first time in a little while. Yeah. So, guys, thanks, thanks you for having us. Um, thanks for letting me bully you into. I want to be on the show where we talk about this. Yeah. No. I you know, thank you for great. So, thank you. Uh, those we talk about. Everybody we always talk about Matt. Matt is the. I don't know. You, everybody calls you the, the Podfather. Podfather. Pod Daddy. Um, <laughs> all names. All these nicknames. A little uncomfortable sometimes. But. Uh, so we appreciate because I think most of us will tell you that. All of this that's happening, whether it's at Emerge or Podcast Briefing on your network, we're all just fortunate that you kind of were the you were kind of the founder of all this. I appreciate it. It's it's it, you know I get to meet so many different people through all this podcast and stuff, and some take to it a little bit more than others. So I'm just yeah. like I, you know, I'm glad I got to meet your son through this, and, and obviously you and I have gotten really close through yeah. podcasting and stuff. And, Matt, for exactly. those listening, Matt was a former student, and uh, when I was in my teaching career, and we kind of did talk a lot over the years, and then all of a sudden I was kind of paying attention to it, and then you invited me on uh, to the list, and then that just kind of got under my, you know, like, and got the bug for it, and then I talked to him, and he was in my son Christian, and then here we are, and we're, you know. And the other, the other, the other kid is always in the yeah. so it's all, it's all good. <laughs> And he will not let us forget that we did not invite him onto the first one. So he brings it up on a regular basis every time we talk. But they're doing well. That's where he's doing really well. So we, we appreciate everybody that's been helping us out here at Emerge. And uh, and obviously, we're all growing here. So if you're interested, you know, reach out to myself or Matt. And uh, there's always a home for you. So. Always. Lots of places out here in Western New York. You want to start one. And if you know you're not in the area, We'll point you in the right direction. Yeah. We'd be happy to help. That's what we've always been about. I've always just, when I got into podcasting, I didn't know how to start, and I was lucky to have people mm-hmm. help me. And now, you know, we're doing that for others. So. Yeah, I feel like that's one thing about network that we're all kind of we're all in each other's corner. We share each other's stuff. We follow each other's stuff. We, we share each other's podcasts. Yeah. Um, which is the best way for us to grow our stuff. So thank you. So you it, you mentioned you kind of bullied us into this. I mean. <laughs> Just a little bit. I mean, you're, you're bigger than both of us, so it wouldn't be that hard for you to, to bully us. But, um, <laughs> but uh, so, you know, you were like, hey, when are you guys going to talk about Love and Thunder? Because I'd like to come on. So, and I said that Christian Reddy's like, definitely. So, that's we're going to talk about Love and Thunder, and we're going to talk about Miss Marvel, and then we're going to have a conversation towards the end about Phase 4, because in general, just like the overall concept. So, um, so Christian. You didn't get a chance to say anything yet. Christian and I, Christian's been, what you been doing this week? Just watching a lot. Other than degenerate watching, like Marvel. Star Wars was last week. Right? Last week was Star Wars. And this we had that big Star Wars podcast. Yeah. So this morning you were watching Iron Man. I was in Phase 1. Phase 1 this morning. Okay. Because I want to see it, like, because I was curious. Because like, oh, yeah, I, I was thinking about, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about, like, the Marvel Phase 4, uh, not Backlash, I wouldn't call it, but uh, just the talk that people are having about right now. And I was thinking, like, I don't really remember, like, back in Phase 1. And, like, <laughs> I was thinking at that point, at that point so, we were just so excited to have 
some sort of direction, and now we're spoiled. We're 100% spoiled. Yeah. And last time I had been like, what? It's so cool to see how far we've come, you know, in, in as far as special effects, quality of yeah. movies. Like I mean, the quality, of, the standard just got so much better over the years. I think that's it's a, it's success is almost its own enemy because now everybody wants everything the biggest, be the biggest movie. And this is a lot. Yeah, it's a bit over, and it is at the point where it's, it is overwhelming now. Yeah. And like for for me, like in my overactive brain, it's perfect. But, <laughs> right. I mean, like, I like having a lot of stuff and, like, constantly having stuff to look at. But I can understand why for a lot of people it is. It's so a lot. Well, let's get to the phase. Yeah, we'll uh, but let's start with Love and Thunder. Yeah. So, this is a mixed bag for a lot of people. I've only seen this once. Um, I saw it. I saw it. Uh, I was away when you saw it. And so I went back with Zach, my other son. Yeah. And, and you know, he, he loved it more even the second time. I enjoyed it. I don't think it's the greatest of all time, but I don't think I'm an easily entertained guy. I I knew, and this is my take on it. I love Teddy Latifi. I think he's a brilliant director. I think he's hilarious because I watched all his stuff. I watched the show about pirates. I watched the I watched the vampire show. I watch all his stuff. I, I, my favorite movie these days is Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, um, one of the best movies I use it as a teaching tool with my students because it's so good. And and so I just love it. I think love most people love Ragnarok. I think it's my favorite. Ragnarok. Ragnarok's not like people that like like a serious score like cup of tea. But it was such a fucking pressure. Yeah. When that came out, such a fucking pressure. And he did try to balance a bit more with this one. I think this one's a little bit less like complete joke and riffing like the entire time, which is almost like was was very very specific to Ragnarok. Which is, even this movie didn't have as much of it. Right. Oh, before I forget, I have to yeah. do a shout out. Oh. So one of our biggest listeners, she <laughs> listens in the car with her dad. So Isabel Fajon, she's a big fan. She's nine years old. She listens to our oh. podcast. So with her dad, Rick. And so her, her two comments about the podcast are that Christian and I talk over each other too much. And we probably I'm just try to tell you guys that. <laughs> and we probably <laughs> and we probably swear too much. <laughs> I will try not to swear. So, Isabel, thanks for listening. Uh, your dad's a great dude. I like to go to the movies with him once in a while. We catch up on our stuff. So, she probably liked this movie because I think uh, this movie was a lot about family. Yeah, it, yeah. It was a nice family underlying thing because I mean, Thor's they really set it right on the gate, right? Thor, spoiler alert. Thor's family's been wiped out. Frigga's dead. Odin's dead. Loki died like three times. Uh, you know, and, and it's all about him kind of having family. Family's the ultimate thing. Uh, so that's why the ending was like, okay, this is kind of yeah, Thor's unique and different. Yeah, yeah. Thor's stuff more than any, like a lot of the other people feels like. I think Iron Man like did this really well too. That kind of thing, but it really feels like he deals with like the like what happened in the last film, like in the the film that like follows. Like right. very much like in as like the forefront of things as well. Like I think like the old Iron Man films like did that pretty well as well. Like I think the second Iron Man is like a really good uh, like evolution, and the third one's obviously like a really good reaction to like Avengers and for sure yeah. dying. So so I think this is kind of like a like an Iron Man three type of like sure. vibe. I'd go with that. Yeah, yeah, I can get that. I definitely get. It's that. also the like this is the first time we've had like a fourth movie, right? Yeah, out of like one, out of like an individual. Yeah, I was like so, Thor because mm-hmm. again when when when. Thor Ragnarok hit, and at the end of it, uh, I was just like, man, I, I want more. Like, yeah. I want more. Like, the first two Thor were enjoyable, um, but I need more of this style of Thor. And he's, he's, bec- 
become one of my like I've never been more interested in Thor. Mm-hmm. Like with the like, release release of these last two movies and his his prominence in like Infinity War and Endgame, you know, like, he was kind of like a I'm not gonna say he was a like a backup character, but you know, it was the Iron Man and Cap show. Yes. But then ever since Ragnarok got released, it's like well, hey, he's the he's your he big star. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. Like, he's like the well, he's the well, he's the most ancient, but he's, he's the only one who had a movie in phase one. Right. Well, he had Ruffalo. I guess it's all. But even Ruffalo didn't have that first Hulk movie, right? And right. when you think so. of the people from the Avengers, mm-hmm. the original Avengers, he's really the last one. I mean, we're going to kind of see Clint a little bit. We're going to kind of see Hulk a little bit. Said, so. You know, so, I, I, it, you know, he's kind of the one that we're all kind of looking for, and we've gone on a journey with him. And I think we like that this journey's still going, and I think that it was nice that they took him to a, a kind of an interesting place. And, I, and I, what I liked about the film, not only is it, there's a strong family stuff with it, but behind the scenes, there was a lot of that family. Like, uh, you know, the, all the actors and the directors and the staff all used their own kids and family in the movie. Yeah. I mean, even, even like... The son, I think, was the young Thor that running through the woods. Yeah, those was were his kids. Yeah. Both versions of him as a younger person were his young, own young, yeah. And and, um, and obviously, in the, when they get to the part of the movie when all the kids get kidnapped, which is a great family thing, you know, like they got to save the kids kind of thing. Uh, the little boy is supposed to be Ezra Selba's son, yeah. Um, you know, which is they play that. So even that's another like, young you know, like, <laughs> another young Avenger. Another young Avenger. So it was really cool. You know, you have the cool eyes and everything. Like his dad, his movie dad. So I mean, I I just liked and I and I. Not every joke when is good is the jokes in Ragnarok. No, this isn't nearly as funny as Ragnarok. No, I, was I found the uh, all I the see. serious moments play better. I would say so, it's, I a, would, it's a it's a weird balance because yeah. the serious moments really don't play well in Ragnarok because they're so like um they're so because the entire movie is so goofy and then you get to like the Odin scene and it was just like a really like sensitive like actually like pretty well shot scene like in the in the. Like they hope, like you just kind of take it by itself, but it's in a really like weird. It's weird when you look at what's around it. <laughs> so, where this movie, I think, like it goes between humor and this better at times. I don't it. It's weird. I did find the humor like really, really top notch the first time I watched it. it the second time, I, I still enjoyed it, but I don't know if it was because um, I don't know if it was because I had already seen it. But I don't know that first night going opening night and yeah. hearing the, the so, seeing. The stuff like Stormbreaker having yeah. a mind of its own. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, you know, the goats and it just everything that hit, it, 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 it's so much better. I think it, a lot of it is environment, too. Yeah. Like, I don't like not. Do I say this right? I don't like going on non opening nights. Like, I feel like it, yeah. it's important to me. Going opening night, I feel like the crowd is a lot more energetic. Mm-hmm. They want to be there because, you know, it's tough to go see a brand new movie on a Thursday. Um, you know, at a work night, but man, the energy is there. Like everybody's laughing along. You feel like you're at like a play or some kind of yep. show. I went that Monday. Probably the, the, the first Monday was up for my sister's birthday, and you know, people were laughing along, but it just it, it, the environment wasn't there. Like I found myself laughing sometimes harder than everybody else, and it made for some uncomfortable situations. Yeah, Marvel and Star Wars too are things that it's great when there's a crowd. Yes. Um, you know, when you're cheering and, you know, like obviously the biggest moments, you know, like, you know, on your left half, an end game. I mean, that, I, I've, I've watched people who videotaped it on their phone 
um, YouTube on Fight Tonight because it's like, like crowd yeah, the crowd reactions to that is great. So I, I think that's a really good point. Um, I didn't see an opening night, so I thought it was kind of you know maybe not as vested crowd as like you said. I, I found myself laughing out loud, um, and some of the jokes just kind of fell a little flat. I love like. You know, like the you know the the, the actor Loki was back, and actor yeah. you know Hector oh, was back, and, 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 and I thought that was Melissa McCarthy. It's it's really it's it's fun, and I think that's what this movie was. This wasn't supposed to be, although like you said, they did find some really cool dramatic moments, um, and 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 overall, it's not the best one. Of all the movies, but uh, I'd still probably I, watch it over like the first two. Yeah, no, I don't even need to. I mean, you know, like it's yeah. it's not a it's not a five or something. It's a it's a it's an eight, right. and that's great. Like I don't. Every movie doesn't have to be like. Also, it's kind of like it's still like more obviously uh, as much as I don't think it's like like completely like in a Ragnarok style. It's like it is much still very much like in that. Right, right, right. Felt bigger. I think that's what yeah. it's about Ragnarok a little bit. Like the the aura around Ragnarok felt better, bigger because you're on multiple different planets. You're on Asgard, yeah. you're on Earth, you're on. Um, um, I mean, this this again, this, like world, a, this uh, is almost like a like a like a one, like a like a first movie, like you know, like in a trilogy again. This is like the four, five, six. So now it's kind of like the. They kind of go down again, almost. Yeah, like, right. You gotta kind of bring it down yeah. before you can pick it back up. Yeah, I think that's kind that, of the vibe. Thing, thing. Even though Gore is like a pretty like good villain, and he's pretty powerful. Yeah, obviously Christian Bale kills it. Yeah. So you don't have, but you don't have Loki, and Loki exactly. and Thor have such a great chemistry. The two actors, and you don't have, you know, you don't have. You know, and yeah, the 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 so not that there's anything wrong with any of the other actors, but the, the relationship between Loki and Thor is pretty cool. They drove the plot in those yeah. first three movies and in Infinity War. So I mean, I think that that hurts it. Doesn't hurt it, but it, it's just something that feels a little missing. Yeah, it's like Rocky without Mickey. You know, I agree with that. It's, it's kind of like yeah, Rocky without Mickey or like Rocky. Five, that right. really bad one where he fought like Tommy Gunn and nobody else was around. Right. Like nobody that helped make it. Like there was no Apollo Creed or anything like that. Yeah. They were all kind of out of the picture. Right. That's, uh, you know, that, that was tough. It's just, a, it's just a reset. And I think that people just like, they get angry. They don't see the big picture. What that you we're think, setting yeah. something else up for this. What did you think of Natalie Portman? Oh, she was great. She's much better I, than I loved how much people overreacted going into this. With uh, with the uh, oh, female Thor, their gender swapping yeah. and all this stuff, yeah. and uh, it's it, done. Like it's, it's gone. Like, don't you feel like, that? Like, it, I, like well, she probably was back and because that post credit scene. Technically, right. probably, but it was just like that's a probably long. That's from that second post credit scene though. We'll probably talk about later. That's a long game. One, I suppose. Oh yeah, that's, that's probably like game. that's like six seven years. <laughs> we're not gonna get anything for that. Probably. Like, but right. but that was my favorite thing is that everybody lost their mind and you know mm-hmm. the, uh, woman Thor and then you, you hear the storyline and like it it made sense Thor still Thor everything's still okay and it's just like better this time around oh it was a lot better it was it was they're both getting back like in a more comfortable environment like they're both characters they're much more obviously they agree with much better like Hemsworth is very connected to Thor now yeah especially much more so than those early films where he's a little bit more stiff. For sure. Uh, and then she obviously gets like a, instead of just being like kind of like the love interest now, she actually gets to be like a, 
Powered up. I mean, so it's really big, like our own arc and everything. So I'm a big Natalie Portman fan. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like I've like she's like one of those early celebrity crushes that I feel like I actually like I, I grew up with her. That's right. Well, that's 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 celebrity crush. Uh, <laughs> he's number one. We did a celebrity crush list on each sleep list a couple weeks ago. He's number one. Okay. Um, this is my Padme and James Foster. Like we do. But uh, but no, seriousness though, it, it was it was really neat to see her. She she crushed it. Like the fight scenes with with her mm-hmm. were oh, yeah. awesome. And I I mean again, you know, it's funny when the, there's always that cliche with the actors that get too trade for you know. And she was she was she really got she went to town on this. They shot her well when she was sore too, where they would make her feel like taller as yeah. well. Like you grow and she was like it was very. They didn't um and they didn't like sexualize. No, no, I thought was really good. Like, no, you know, that's been that. been some criticisms of some of you know, no butt shots and stuff like that. They kind of focused on on you know hers, or and I and I think what I really liked was the whole concept of them healing each other, even though he couldn't really heal her. Um, that she helped him move on uh, because really they realized that they you know had a you know they they kind of fell in love again, and, and it was just it was nice. It was a nice. It's a nice thing that she's kind of part of his healing, um, that so he can move on, and, and obviously what they did, and, and you know, we didn't even get to be a better person. And also, like that, those first two Thor movies, like again, aren't the worst things in the world. But Ragnarok kind of treats them like they don't exist in a little bit of a sense. Where like this one actually has found a way to kind of incorporate like all of Thor and kind of do it well. And again, they and with that game, they've kind of post made some of like those two first movies good anyway. Right. No, I agree. I definitely agree. Or at least more meaningful for right. like the character of Thor. Yeah. Uh, I don't love the, the Korg narration. I don't think that's particularly uh, needed. Yeah, <laughs> the Korg storytelling. Oh, story. yeah. Yeah. I think the goats are like very too much. Like 2016. Yeah, <laughs> I think they were funny at first, but it was like it was like the fourth time with these. When they crashed into the shadow, that was good. Yeah, I was laughing. So yeah, it was. I think just like I said, some of the jokes were either went a little bit too far. Um, there was a couple things that just kind of. The one thing that really fell flat was like when like they were like Thor and like Natalie Portman and they were like just dating and stuff. Yeah. And they were like, when they were like in a, a party. I'm like, what am, what am I doing? Uh, <laughs> I thought that really flat for me. I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, I get what they're trying to do here, but it's like, come on. Yeah, like that, that bit was, um, I think they just wanted to, they, they, they wanted the yada yada like what had happened. Yeah. And they, they yada 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 it. Like they, they went out more yada yada than they needed. Um, it was just so cool to see this. It was funny to see Thor as this emotional Creature because right you just uh, war and breaking stuff with after the first movie because that's kind of the yep. first second movie that's kind of the timeline and then when it really did happen like it's like watching like you know just kind of this horrible break up TV show some kind yeah. of baby TV show otherwise though yeah. Corks Corks still good Corks is fine I mean he's not like, as good as he's not nearly as funny as his last one no, uh, no. I think he's, he's, too, he's around too much yeah he's almost too over too much yeah. yeah he's much better as like that funny side character that occasionally makes a comment. It's kind of like if, if you suddenly had Luke Skywalker go on a mission and see three people. Which is funny. It's a little too much to three people. We need the Korg solo. Yeah, like, yeah that, that's what I want to do. I want the Korg origin movie. That's what I want now. I want, and that this needs to be a, a Disney Plus series, too. You know, I want 12. I want 12. 
Uh, we got two more characters. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut No, it's okay. I was going to say the only thing I was, I mean, the only thing I was really disappointed, I was really hoping for more Guardians. Yeah, I figured we were going to breeze by that. I figured it was going to be quick, but I just I felt like there was more there. I, I felt like there was more for them to do. I would have loved to see. Because the, the Guardians, for me, have, and that's my favorite fan of people. Like, sure. Overall, like, yeah. you know, Chris Pratt leaving the MCU is going to hurt me way more than Robert Downey Jr. Chris Pratt. Sure. But, it, you know, I, I feel like they haven't been relevant in a while. I feel like they haven't been uh, it's been before they were, like, kind of prevalent. They were, and then after that, I mean, it's been, they're, but they're they they it's been four years, years though. Right. It's True, been yeah. four years. So between, and think about this, too, in between Guardians 2 and them showing up now, Spider-Man already got a full trilogy. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we had that fiasco with James Gunn. They obviously have rectified. They've rectified. They've rectified. They've rectified. They've rectified. They've rectified. They've rectified. I get it. And it also became a suicide squad, like, from a good suicide squad movie in the meantime. Right, we did get one of those. Kind of had to have this a little bit of. We, this movie would have been out, but Guardians were like when they that movie no, yeah. came out, they were the best. There was oh yeah, that was unexpected. And the thing I said about Guardians, most of us didn't know anything about it. I didn't know. I knew. I mean, I knew that it was I a draft. I knew drafts. I knew rocket, and that right. was it. Well, that was the first time I really saw Marvel's legend of Marvel. I was like, oh yeah, we can nail like, do all anything. Those stuff. Because right. that's like not even Guardians. I would say are still maybe the most. No, not Eternals are the most obscure thing. I mean, I, I, I throw Guardians. I throw the first Guardians in. Like, I don't even mind Eternals. In my upper tier list. It's like it's a lot of lore and stuff. Yeah. Obviously, like mythology and stuff. But like that movie. It's <laughs> <laughs> boring. <laughs> I like Eternals. I mean, I'm yeah, that movie is good. That movie is a two hour. Uh, we gotta get it. We gotta get the band together. The fight. I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. But I, I like every character in that movie. We gotta get everyone. We gotta find them. We gotta. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a little upset that some high cut so early because that's my celebrity crush, Mr. Grant. Oh, and Tom knows that. Yeah. I didn't mind that. That was actually not shocking. I get that. I felt like the big stars that they were like pushing and pushing and pushing uh, in this movie that they weren't prominent. I couldn't name you a single star person. Oh, I was like, if they're going to put 11 Eternals in a movie, then there better be like a good number of X Men. Okay. Like, I better not have four X-Men. Like, I better... Like, I let's get to that. Let's finish up. We have two more people we have to talk about. We got to talk. We can do no wrong. Like, I firmly enjoy... She's fine. Yeah, she's really good. I mean, I don't... I'd like to see how we evolve her and get a little bit more from her. Yeah, a little bit more progression from her, but I enjoy her. I think that's the next time. She's tremendous, yeah. Like, just she can... The look of her, her, her ability to act with her face, and her eyes, and her, the look she gives. Like and, yeah. Um, so, Christian Bale, another tremendous performance. Yeah. 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 That was a top five MCU villain. Scariest moment. That's a huge story. But isn't like the strongest thing I ever. Just, no. But his acting, though, is just worth it. for it. The facial expressions when he's talking to the kids, and when he's yeah, I don't think Killmonger like I don't. I think we do actually like Black Panther as a whole is pretty good. It's a bit overrated bit, but just because of like the moment he was acting, right? But like even Killmonger starting to look into it, like is it's dark and it's like like controversial in a sense, but it's not really the most like in depth like 
not no. against any world, but he but he sells it and he sells the character, right. and that's exactly kind of what happens here as well. Right, absolutely. Okay. You know, the big difference for me, and this is where I kind of like where where Scorsese talks about actually films that, or not Scorsese. One of, one of them talks about how in a lot of superhero films, the, the heroes are basically still fighting like a uh, a mirror image of themselves yeah. as a villain, like Ant Man fighting Hornet or whatever the heck, whatever the heck, Yellow Jacket. And this, it, of course, stood out. Of course, stood out to me. He was he was dark. He was creepy. He was, you know. It, Colorless. He was very anti-visual thing, um, and very intimidating. Like it, it was, I understand why some of these villains have to get one movie and disappear because there's such there's more there's bigger fish to fry. There's bigger stories to tell. He's not going to inhale, unfortunately. Like he's not going to do. No, 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 no. So, but I don't think he's just having like for a guy like Christian Bale to die. I just want Bale to like break our presence. Grace is with his presence for like a movie, give us like a really good performance. I was like, what? Like, Gore's not a big, like, not character. Like, Gore's I only heard about him when he got announced. Like, I never heard of Gore the guy with her until Christian Bale's playing him. He just makes Batman. Right. Like, he's playing Gore. Like, it's pretty cool, like, in a sense. Yeah, for sure. And then obviously, Russell Crowe. I mean, it's outrageous. I mean, it's outrageous, Greg X. It was. I think, and, and that's, and that's totally exactly what he was thinking. But here's, here's, here's the way I want to go through with this, and this is why I think it's really good. Because they, he's mocking all these performances of Zeus from a million different things. Lawrence Olivier in the first Clash of the Titans. I mean, like, and just the, the, the concept. That and it's almost got a little bit of like, like uh, the boys with Homelander. Zeus is almost like he can do anything. He's freaking Zeus, so he's just a jerk. Well, he just does it just because. If you look at most like re- actual Greek films, I like Greek films. Right, a lot. Like, they're all Zeus. Mo- they all are, but particularly Zeus. Like, yeah. The most accurate way to play Zeus is just like a not non caring like set of ass. This is like the Hugh Hefner of like the guy. Mm-hmm. Like he just he's just a you know. Listen. And they did it. It was, it was good the way they did it. I thought it was great. Disney's Hercules was like my favorite animated Disney film of all time. Okay. And Zeus was kind of a douche in that. Yeah. And just the way he acted so ugly yeah. and, and punching Hades and making fun of him. And, yeah. Zeus causes it, problems and he doesn't care about them. Exactly. <laughs> that's what exactly. Zeus does. And that does. actually is the thing that kind of follows through in the film. The lazy but, <laughs> but because of what happens in the movie, we're going to get Hercules now. Yeah. And great casting. And, and great casting. Like, Perfect. I mean, yeah. no one was more happy than Zach because, just, you know, <laughs> he's here, he's there, he's every fucking where Roy Kent <laughs> is Hercules. I mean, like, I mean, if he just says, if, like, if, if he just swears, if he's like, like Ted Lasso, but you know. this is like a good one. Like, the Marvel, yeah. Marvel have almost never got a guy after, like, Ascendancy, like, better than this. Like, oh, for sure. Good. Like, and they're really good at, like, catching people just when they're oh, like, definitely. Coming. But this is, like, one of the most on-the-money ones, like, I've seen. I, like, I am excited to yeah. see where this goes. Well, this this, this gives Thor something He's very much going to be a Thor character as well, because he's going to be, like, he's, he's the son of a god, son like, he's Odin, like, he's going to probably have that big... Him and Thor used to, to, uh, to battle yeah. quite a bit back in the day, in the comics. But I'm really hoping to see, is there's, like, a... I've never read it start to finish. There's an old comic book story called... Fear itself. It was basically a god versus kind of superhero thing, and I felt like that's what that post-credit scene was laying the groundwork for. Yeah. Zeus saying, 
yeah, humans, these damn superheroes, they worship their superheroes, they don't worship us, we need to do this and that. And I, I think that that would be um, insane. It, it, I mean, it'd be, it would be big enough for like a big team up movie, yeah. but I don't, I just, I don't think it's going to, it won't be that, but I think we're going to get some massive stuff if they well, just keep going. Pretty, well, people have really been clapping for Characters. Yeah. Like Hercules and Moon Knight were kind of like the two that I would be like, yeah, if people really want those two characters, they're going to see. Yeah. And he's kind of going to be like the a newer, like Thor almost, in like a release. Because though Thor is almost going to be kind of dealing with like an earlier version, like of himself, in a sense, of like that. So kind of probably not jealous that he's going to be exposed like this. But obviously, like Hercules is like Avengers and Avengers. And so, At uh, points, like yeah. he's in Avengers at some point. Like he's had a lot of different relationships with a lot of different characters at all different points. So. It'll be interesting where he ends up, like, kind of landing. Yeah, that's the thing. Some of these big character reveals in the post-credit scenes, mm-hmm. well, there's, like, three now. Like, there's, like, I think all the movies had it, right? Because they had, uh, Doctor Strange with, like, uh, what's it? What, the Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm referring to, like, some of the big stuff, like, like Adam Warlock. We're probably going to get Adam Warlock right. in, in uh, yeah, Guardians 3. But, uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, we that's have to right. get it. But it's just like, man, I just, I don't want to wait too long. I don't want right. uh, to, there, there's only so much time. When you see these things, you don't want to wait too much. Like, I'm, am I excited to see Adam Warlock in Guardians? Yeah, but also it's been five years since he was teased. Yeah. So, so the, the fire's like, and I hope they do something with Black Knight. Like, I hope they don't wait he's too long. He is supposed to be in Blade? There's, yeah, he, oh, he is. Okay. He's going to be in Blade, and then he's probably going to be in Black well, that's good, but yeah, some of the big character reveals that they, they've waited too long to capitalize that's on. Okay. A lot of the information is like out there, and they've kind of alluded to where stuff's going to go, but they haven't done a good job of like in universe saying where stuff's going to go. And well, let's, also, like, we're going to get to that with the phase four. I think also the first time. Well, yeah, I'd like to later. Yeah, let's yeah. let's come back to let's come back to phase four because I, I do want to do a quick discussion about this Marvel. Yeah, any other um, real quick like criticisms yeah. or problems with like a. I've been listening to the, the soundtrack all week. Yeah. Yeah. Very intense, good stuff with the bass. The, the Michael Giacchino, whatever, he, yeah. he did the Batman. Yeah. He did yeah. Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no complaints. It was very memorable. It was it was fun. Uh, they purposely kept it under two hours. It said a lot of stuff got cut out. I, I, was, I, was I will say, there's been a weird trend where it seems like the last two films have a bit more, like, studio interference than usual. Which, yeah, which, I'm, not, which I'm not, like, uh, feeling great about. Because uh, Multiverse of Madness, it seems like they were filming stuff up to, like, to the last minute. Like, and then we were just hearing all sorts of stuff, like, they're months out, they're still, like, changing the film around. Right. Doesn't, <laughs> I don't know, like, it doesn't feel like you're very confident with that then. Uh, it seems like that entire third act was changed. Um, I'm just hoping Tony yeah, Tootie is able to get Natalie Portman in Star Wars. Star Wars fans are over. I'm like way too much for that. Like, I think that was I think that was a bullshit story. It might just be but Tootie will just say things just to piss people off. You ever seen him do an interview for a film? His his interviews are like he'll just say like. I don't know. I didn't. I will say I didn't do. I didn't do any research. Like when they asked him, like, what kind of research did you do to play Hitler? I didn't do any. <laughs> like, like he just said, he just because I think he sits there for 
interview after interview, and that's why I think he's just great. He loves he's just, it. Yeah, he, he just likes the story stuff, just to get stuff. I'm going to ruin Star Wars. That was the one thing. Well, I don't mind that, but I'm going to ruin Star Wars. He says stuff just because he knows that he's going to get through Well, Star Wars fans, for his film, I'll say, like, our... People aren't against Taika Waititi having a Star Wars film. Again, he's made some all right Star Wars stuff, like the couple of Mandalorian yeah, films. He's done some really good Mandalorian But it's just that, that, like, the talk is that the film's, like, 30,000 years before, like, the events of the original, like, trilogy. And, like, that's going to be the first movie that they do, and because they have yeah, that's, 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 that's five years because of their own incompetence. We don't know. We, oh, we don't know. know that he has a movie that's getting released in like maybe next year, maybe 2025. We don't really know. Are they making the movie? Yeah. I'm not even sure they're making the movie. I don't know. I mean, like, they, they let's move on to like, uh, let's <laughs> jump over to Ms. Marvel. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so, obviously, everybody. I'll do the setup real quick. So, everybody figured this was going to be, you know, Disney Channel Superhero. Um, and so all marketing is to blame for that as well. I don't. So. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Here's my thing. I think yes. I don't think it was bad marketing. I think they embraced the, you know, you're watching Disney Channel concept because the first episode is just a kid like, you know, she might as well have been, you know, on one of those whatever different shows. Um, but then they said, yeah, but now we're gonna trick you. They, I think it was a trick. I think they wanted everybody to think it was going to be like, you know, um, about her boyfriend and what and all that, you know, all the Disney Channel type stuff. Um, and then they, then they turned it on your, they turned it on your ass. Yeah. Like, and, and from the, the end of the first episode, it changes. No, oh, yeah. You know, right away. Yeah, it, 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 it does. It, it gets a little bit more serious tone uh, at the end. Of the I mean, they, I mean, it, it, but by the end of it, it comes. It, it, it just ends up being like Spider Man. Is the vibe that ends up. I got into the Spider Verse vibe. I love that. You see, like the text message, like lighting behind the. Like that. That was that was some of the vibe that I got. Yeah, that vibe actually into Spider Verse. I think the cinematography for a lot of it was pretty. This is really good. Some of the effects are. Are these not the greatest effects Marvel's ever done? No. Although hers are better than like what eventually Tom Ross gets powers. His are really bad. But but hers are. Okay, mo- are pretty good most of the time. Uh, I, I, there's a lot of great misdirection I mean, with the characters in this show. Yeah. Uh, in terms of what you're going to think of the mom, what you're going to think of the dad, what you're going to think of the brother, what you're going to think of the bad guys, you turn out you think they were friends originally. Like you kind of, they, they do a really good job um, with so many aspects of this. And and I mean, even the people that are playing like typical teenage characters. Yeah. Are all really good at it. Yeah, this supporting cast is like scarily good. Like the like again, those are like the, the parents like do it for them. Like yeah. the, the brother's I funny. Think. Like like it's like we, even like her like her friends are pretty like like the friends by the end. Like like most of the time for Marvel like those that supporting cast is just kind of there. Like and you kind of like everyone and you're like kind of fearful of everyone. And they all kind of get their moment, which is kind of cool. They do, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I'll be kind of what are your what no, are it's okay. I uh, so. Yeah, we we finished watching it Wednesday night, uh, last Wednesday night, and uh, it was. It, I didn't care for the last episode. I will say that I thought the last episode was a bit of a letdown. I thought that they just set up the wrong. I I feel like the, the villain that should have been like the main villain, they she killed. 
episode five. In episode five, like yeah. I felt like there should have been a bigger battle. I didn't feel like we really got to see. I was going to say that, that um, first off, with, with the actual actors in this level itself, like, oh, she's great. Quite a lot more. Like, again, she's like charismatic. Like yeah. she's one of like my like people that I care most about and like following. Yeah, and, like seeing again, like out of like the new crop of people, like her more so than a lot of other people. Yeah, and I don't even particularly like like Captain Marvel. Like, I don't feel any way one way or the other about that film or Brie Larson in general, but like now I actually want to see the Marvel. Like it has added some intrigue, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but definitely I would say like the the clandestines because they were like the villain for a lot of the for most of it, yeah. as well, but less yeah. so. I kind of I just I, I kind of agree with you that I think that. Um, yeah, I thought like we should have got a better fight between the two of them. It was a little bright. And, and it was it was just kinda like, oh, she just changed her mind all of a sudden. And and then we got this episode and it's about the what's it called? What's um, the, well, I know that's gonna turn out to be important somebody. What's I, that organization? Correct the people that's the people that come to fix damage control. Yeah. And then what I don't like about the fight the damage control stuff is because they're just people. And then it became home alone. That was a bit of a weird. Yeah, I think it was. I expected a pink can to come swing and hit somebody in the face. I think the science thing was that be kind of clever. It was, but yeah, but some of it was just like with it. And again, it didn't do anything. It was kind of a delay. It didn't show the channel like stuff kind of came back. Yeah, shoot baseballs and stuff. It's like. I mean, I don't know really about baseball, but those machines don't work that way. No, not at all. They don't fire like that repeatedly. No, no absolutely. Just like that little sequence, it was like, all right. I just, I wanted to see more Ms. Marvel. I wanted to see more powers. I wanted to see a final battle instead of her just okay. Here's this cosmic shell going to ground and run away. I didn't appreciate. I I actually didn't mind it because I didn't agree because otherwise, like. I appreciated that Comron, even though he became a little bit antagonistic. Yeah, I appreciated that it didn't evolve, devolve into just like one the same power versus each other again, which Marvel does a lot. So I appreciate that. Would have gone back to the what's his face, um, whoever movie director we're thinking yeah, of. Yeah, right. Marvel has done that repeatedly, and even in some of like the best Marvel films, yeah. like Iron Man One, Black Panther, like that's. Like the villain, a lot of the time, right? It's just like like Cap. Iron Man fighting, you know, like Iron Man. Iron Man villains are like fighting a version. Even like technically Captain America is just fighting another guy with a super soldier serum, right? In like the first one, he has a red skull too, but but he's just a guy with a serum. But that's how the bad guys are all set up in superheroes. Yeah, but to me, I like it a lot. I like the setup where they're going with it. I like I like it given the the last scene where what they reveal what she is. Oh, yes. I, re- I like it because they're starting, because I love it. I love the little, I grew up like, when they said, like a mutation, and then they did They just blew it out. I think they're doing damage control, because I think it's no surprise that like they're bringing back the animated series, like in X-Men They want to plug it. They want to get people excited. So I think a lot of the MCU, I wouldn't be surprised if some of like the like lineup with the X-Men maybe some of the characters that have been yeah, and like even maybe even like the like the type of setup we have of like the world building in there will be maybe a bit similar to that of like the MCU, I think. Right. Um. So I think there's like an agency in that, like for like especially I've, I've watched a little bit of like the first season, and like there's a they do have their own mutant control agency in that or something. I think damage control is going to almost serve in the MCU as uh kind of like it, it's setting up like the the the, the 
mutants have to eventually like protect the world and like hate the dudes and like just I just like the essential just Tony Stark and it's setting it up with children though too. So I think Tony Stark started that technically, but it was cool because the one guy who was back at headquarters, he was the one in Spider Man. Like he was trying to. He was the one trying to nab and, and get the rest of Peter Parker. Okay. I which that. I didn't make that connection until the very end. Yeah, so I, so I, I caught that. So, yeah, like, so they're going to go, you know, this street level kind of antagonistic. And antagonistic. I think it's also the, the next step of, like, kind of like the Civil War arc, where, like, even in the comics, like, when the Civil War arc's over, the next fight shifts to um, under Asia. Right, and so, so that'll that. be like kind of the next thing I think, and it will be because again we're obviously getting younger. What, so was like the, what were those weapons they had? They looked like the things that they used against the Hulk. It was like they were like mini versions of the Hulk and Norton Hulk. Okay, they they looked so what, they looked like was, that. So that's I mean I watched the general what his name was. That's what the full size thing was kind of rolling with. Yeah, because I think they had an actual version like a full size in the car, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. So we're gonna have to figure out how that's yeah, they're still well, they're, well. The Thunderbolts—they're still doing Thunderbolts, which is like obviously named after his character. But that that movie basically got made because they directed it everywhere. So, and that's happening too, right? So, and they did say they're going to keep the name just because of uh, uh, like in the universe, they're probably going to like have to have the yeah. But yeah, overall, I, I like the show. Overall, just overall, I like the show. I like the direction. That it's going, just hated the last. That was probably my least favorite episode. I feel the last episode had the least amount of direction in comparison to like the, the rest of the series. Because I don't feel like there's that too much. Like, well, let's be honest. Like I've never, I never would. Ex- First of all, let's be honest. One of the things that I really like uh, about it, which I think is important, is that this is a superhero that doesn't look like everybody else. Yes. Um, I think this is important stuff, especially nowadays. Um, I also like the fact that we got, and I, I feel in this. But we got two really good dads for a change. We got the dad when she goes back in when the partition time thing. Yep. And then we got dad. Dad's a good, good dude. Like this dad's a good dude instead of like the Stranger Things dad. You know, like the you know. I mean, I, I, I want. I like that we got kind of a dad's not a dude. You know. And I really started to enjoy the mother's betrayal, and even when the mother's relationship with her mother. I mean, like. I, I really liked where it went with that, and, and I'm an old soft, you know, I'm a dad, so, you know, next to Ken, there's this, I, I want that, too. I don't want, I don't want to just have the teenager be like, my parents are stupid, and they're like, well, I'm a parent, and right. I don't want, I don't want, I want to watch this, too, so. Like they all knew, like, that was, that was different, like, they all, I mean, maybe not different, but for us to kind of see that the whole family, like, supported it. And they're like, okay, Peter, you know, go be safe and, and all that stuff. Yeah, the grandmother was going to do. They went to high school to, like, cheer her eye. Like, it was like, yeah, yeah you know, even the one, like, that's the Spider-Man thing that you were talking about where they all show up and they they kind of do the thing, like, from Spider-Man with on the train kind of thing, you know. And let's not, like, spark at, like, they don't even look at partitions. They really, like, brought up, like, do they even teach the partition in high school? They mention it, but they don't really... And I just think, like, there's a whole generation of people now that know what the partition is. Like, and I think that they, they portrayed it pretty they good. Well, they did justice. Like, they you know, scale and, like, they, I, they, they, they totally were. Yeah, I think that they brought, so, and that's the stuff that, you know, when the Scorsese's and those guys of the world that, like, get critical of Marvel stuff, 
Um, you know, I, I like the fact that they're still doing these things too. They find ways of working these things in, and I and I and I think that. So anyone who says, "Oh, it's just a freaking you know Disney Channel," it's like I go, "Did you? You didn't watch it because you didn't." And 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 again, it takes a lot of guts to tell the story, and, I, and unfortunately. Just like Eternals and some other things, there are people that don't like some of this stuff because they don't like some of the portrayals. And I and that they they've got a they're smart. They're growing their brand. So there's when it comes down to it, for me, Marvel is becoming like that cafeteria plan, like where you can find a you can they want it they want everybody to come to the buffet and find something well, that people they are upsetly large with this show. I think as like they come out of viewership of like oh this, but I think you could have guessed. Like even before, yeah. so given like I think it, I think if you were looking at it objectively, this one also clearly has like the least amount of budget, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, and they're trying to but also, but also like even though I think it had less like overall, like I think they I've read something that said this had the best viewership in 2024, which if you know about entertainment, like that's big. They give that the. the Company like Disney, yeah. like Marvel. That's what they want. They want to so, and that was like, I think they hired and, them and, and like, so, and that was like, I think they hired them and like, and like, and like, and like, like, and 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 it's probably mine. Hawkeye's a close second. Hawkeye's pretty Hawkeye good. Too. Has a lot of heart. Yeah, I love Hawkeye. Hawkeye's pretty good. The last episode, again, this is why like, I was so disappointed with this Marvel. It was probably my least favorite last episode because of the action level, and that's yeah, I was hoping again, hoping for more. I know we're backtracking on that part, but no, but, um, no, but, no, but uh, you know, Moon Knight with the you know Egyptian culture, the gods, like and, and, and so the acting cool. again. I mean, yeah. like yeah. right. And even in the back to Moon Knight, not just the Egyptian gods, but also dealing with like fillers and stuff with people that are Jewish, yeah, and and all the stuff that goes with that, and him fighting his heritage, and all those. I mean, there's a lot of they're 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 doing things that um, everybody's not, you know, Clark Kent from Kansas. I think people are really starting to like just act like the Disney Plus shows are kind of there, and like, and I always say like they have less connection than like the movies do, to like kind of everything, and that does come across. But I think there's like levels within each of these shows that are really going to enhance some of these characters that they do, like to get back to them in the movies. And there's definitely like little moments and like certain episodes within each show that like kind of make it worth it just to have these. They're still yeah. trying to like find their balance and everything, just kind of like phase one, right? Like in the Marvel movies, like there's still a weird balance of trying to get these six episode thing to work because uh, like six episodes, no show should be like six episodes as a show should be, or like no, you know, the other six episodes is like six episodes a really weird window and. And honestly, with because the, the episodes are shorter a lot of the time, a lot of the time it ends up being like only a little bit longer than like a movie would be, or like only an hour longer than like a movie. Would be. Or they put a lot of filler stuff in. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, recently, like last week, I haven't watched it yet, but somebody condensed Obi Wan into like that two and a half hour film. Thinking of that in my mind, uh, you know what I mean? Just to kind of get some of the filler stuff out and make it a little bit more, uh, just add some yeah, excitement to it, I guess. If but, you got six episodes, there shouldn't be six. That's, right. that's my like personal view on it. Like, there's not enough like stuff. To, like, I understand like if you have like a contractual obligation, like you have to twelve shows, you got to do sixteen shows. Like, of, yeah, of course you're gonna have filler in there eventually. But if you only got six, you should be able to fill that. We talked about this in the episode last week, Matt. I mean, we were one of the things that I know enough about the film industry that they want six episodes because that's two months of viewership. 
but they go with yeah. four. They, they know how they know how their gears no, are. So, so they they so a lot of this comes from and the same thing you said about like studio involvement. You know, and, and I think unfortunately there's gonna there's still there's still a company that has to make money. It's not all artistic yeah. stuff. Um, and and they're and it's a competitive market now. So you know they're not the only. There's not one streamer. There's eight. Even Fox did an interview like Marvel is like a really like actor friendly like uh like environment like and it really allows you to like sell when you're different you can kind of do things you want because they're not going to be too like specific with how they want you to play your roles and they're going to let you do it for years right on um but they less so directors but they are trying to also like kind of neatly fit everything in a narrative so you don't get to go as far as you want to go or yeah you you are confined in extent so. I don't know. No. Yeah, I get it. Pros, again, this model has its pros and cons. Like, uh, we don't get stuff like like Logan or like maybe even a movie that isn't like a Logan level, like the Batman, for instance. But the Batman has like more of a individuality and like say like almost any Marvel movie would have. Right. So, but again, it's a trade-off, though. So, yeah, it's large. Like the long-term story There's a lot of characters I wish would get those long-term, and, and some of them are getting it. Right, I mean, Hawkeye was Hawkeye was the, the the least like. Well, that's why I'm happy with the time and they spend it because it made me care about Hawkeye. And I feel like now with how crazy the the, the superhero scene is, you, you can't just throw a new character. I don't think you can just throw a new character out there in a movie anymore unless they have a very big cult following, like a Spider-Man. Like and that's Captain the problem. I mean, like you have to do Disney yeah. Plus to, to develop yeah. these guys and make people. And I, I think, think that's kind of the conversation. They, they've lost. They've lost access. I mean, like you can't reboot them. It's not like you can get a new Superman or something. Right? They yeah. can do that. You're kind of because you're not going to be Earth 212 or something like DC does. So you're you've got to cut. You gotta if unless you're going to do the a different version of Iron Man. Please not him. And um, but also, if you look you know, at what they have like planned or what they're saying. It's all about. It's all about. Yeah, it's barely scripts of you know, like of what they think we have right available. There's a lot of characters out there. I mean, obviously, but I mean, they're not all household names. I mean, they're not. They're not. Even my mother, who doesn't watch any of these movies, knows who Spider-Man is. Right. You know, and there's not a lot. There's there's only so many characters like that, obviously, because that's the way it is. So X-Men and Spider-Man, and that's part of like what you said, bringing in characters into something new. Maybe that was the problem with Eternals because we don't know any of these characters out there. Well, even like Kamala, right. even like Miss Marvel, like that. Well, like I think yeah, I, 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 that's probably the why I like even like that character more now because she's actually like different. But X Men is for Marvel is my like. Yeah, I love the X Men. I love like mutants. I like the whole dichotomy. Absolutely, like, the political analogies to it. Uh, this is, like, this is the problem we're going to run into now. How do they do this? How do they bring well, the X Men? The perfect way that I've been saying they should be doing it for years. That it should be a natural, like they should start appearing. Because it, that that also helps build like the idea that um this, this is like a think about it like this I kind of explained it as like this is a world that went from snap which kind of went through like God knows how many Avengers level events and all the other chaos and now all of a sudden like these kind of powerful beings that have been like more and more public are going to be start becoming their children in like in this universe so the panic is going to be like absolute and that's going to they're going to use damage control to be like the. He said something really panic. funny today when I got home from wherever we were talking. He was saying it's really funny when you think about it because when you're watching Iron Man and some of the early movies, it's like, and even and Iron Man even 
Tony Stark even addresses it in, in Endgame. But it's like, it's supposed to be like our Earth, and it's just taken this, it knows about outer space now, and it knows about aliens, and there's a giant hand, there's a giant hand sticking out of the Earth now, right? I mean, right? Like, I can't wait to see that in a movie where they, like, where they're after it, where that's super like that. Well, that's like the next step. Whatever the head and the hand is like. Worlds with, like, ten years of lore and, like, of of like children that have grown up watching heroes now, which again is a thing in the comics. Bishop and all those characters—they're all inspired by. Going back, going back to going back to Hawkeye. That first scene where she's in the apartment and they're recreating it from a completely different camera angle, and and I saw that somebody took the time on YouTube. It's a lot of the scene. It's like, man, they they were they were within a millisecond. They 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 know like, and this is where Marvel knows what they're doing. They know that somebody's going to go do that on YouTube. Yeah. They might have done that before themselves. They said we got to line this up and make sure everything lines up perfectly. And even the moment, like the recreation of the action from different, because obviously they don't have that on footage. Um, so they have to recreate that footage. And good for them. Because it's, 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 uh, the Young Avengers kids were so proud of these guys. I'm surprised. I always did only like the size change. Like, I know they're not exactly like Thor, but yeah, like in a DC sense, but they're really more with the heroes. But well, like, let's use that as their transition like, like, now into the next discussion. Because yeah. now we're moving into Phase 4. Uh, but we're... The well, Young Avengers is really... Right, well, are the Young Avengers Phase 5, or are we just wrapping up? Well, I guess there's, well, there's, there's, like, there's, there's a couple levels of like what people think of Phase 4. There's a level of like, okay, more as usual, which is kind of what I'm at. Like, I just think we're just kind of more of the same. It's less like epic, I guess, because we're not like at the end of a like a ten year arc, like an or a year ago or two yeah. years ago. Um, but, but then there's obviously like a people that kind of are a bit confused. Which I, to be fair, I think they handled the multiverse stuff in terms of like explaining it and making it clear pretty poorly. <laughs> I don't think it's too clear because you have like. Oh yeah, there's also other universes, but in our universe, there's also a quantum realm, and that's why there's a, each universe has it's a quantum getting, realm, and also whatever universe in the background of Miss Marvel. It's getting it's getting a little wild, and this yeah. is this is the old, I mean, I I love what they have done so far, but this is the one thing that I worried about when they they started doing uh, multiverse is that it's you, you got to expand, you know, it's so much expansive stuff to hit. Now you got a bunch of characters in a million different directions, whereas. We we kind of knew once we got was it was Cap, I think Captain America was the last one like solo one before we got Avengers you know we're okay once we get Cap we know we're going to Avengers now they, they come out said they come straight up come out and said we're not doing Avengers films so we got I mean, we have a massive universe with a lot of different stories to tell not a whole lot of them are intersecting at this point either Thor's out doing his own you know God stuff. We imagine Guardians are probably going to get killed off, um, but doing they're going to be searching for Gamora, so they're kind of out in their way. And we have a lot of newer heroes that have established, that have been established that haven't interacted yet. I don't know if they're doing this on purpose, but it, well, I don't think the Marvels is going to be on purpose. Probably that probably won't be. It's mostly in space, I think. But then there's also going to be like some sort of explosion or something. So right. But yeah, it's just, it's just everything, like, it's, 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 it's wild, you know, Black Panther's going to be doing its own thing, we still got to figure that out, they cut out in the Panther, I'm, I'm very, well, I mean, do we, I'm getting a little nervous about Black Panther, do we yeah. think that the MCU is, do we think it's this phase's direction has been done? Or, like, okay, let's start or, with that, let's start with that, like, because that's the rumor, that's, that's the feeling, or the, I think it's important you know, to frame this as, like, as much as, like, okay, it's phase four. 
but we're not really almost every like like plot that kind of went through like one through three or would start in two or three almost nearly besides personal ones that are into indi- individual characters overarching like universal plots most of them are six so we have to kind of restart everything again right. so a lot of these films have re- so like Chang Chi starts with like the because I think the Shang Chi like rings are probably going to be the same thing as Miss Marvel's like bangle, pretty close, a lot of stuff like that. So like, there's going to be some weird tech related to that now. Then there's obviously like a, a thunderbolt thing in the background. There's like a supernatural type thing. There's like a, a seems to be like an afterlife type thing with like all these different afterlifes that keep popping up and all this stuff. Obviously like Avengers, thunderbolts. Like, so there's just a lot of yeah, the way coming. I mean, yeah. you got like, more underworld, I think, as well. Yeah. It's, there's a lot of stuff. Like, so, like, I mean, Fantastic Four is going to be huge because, again, Marvel's huge film is, like, massive there. That's kind of like, you're like, yeah. that. Oh, <laughs> God, I can't stand Fantastic Four. <laughs> you can't, you don't like them? You don't like them? The movies are just Marvel. If we all just work together. He doesn't like the characters either. He doesn't like, he's like, they're, I think they're better in the comics, to be fair. Uh, uh, I haven't read too much of Fantastic Four. Welcome, stupid headphones. He's in the department of Maddie. So, yeah, not a friend, Justin. Um, yeah, you know, the problem, I, I don't I don't want to get in my van, don't get me going to my van, yeah. four thing. it's clobber in time, I don't know, like, I guess I've seen so many bad versions from the time I, guess, yeah. I was a kid, I remember, like, when I was a kid watching the Saturday morning cartoons when that was a thing, um, you know, like, Super Friends was the big thing, and then they brought in, like, the Legion of Doom and all that stuff, and the animation was great, that was terrible. And then they kind of, the first real Marvel one that kind of got traction, besides the really bad... Marvel ones they had is then they came out with Fantastic Four and it was just so bad and I think that like has just tarnished my views of Fantastic I get it. Four. I get it. And I didn't mind aspects of the first movie that they did, um, but the sequel is terrible um, and it's obviously not comic accurate. Um, right. And they did some things that were okay with it, but I, I don't know. I'm just I just don't know how they. I just don't know how they fit into everything. Are we done about phase four? We're not. That's the, that's the big question. Or you were asking about the direction thing. Uh, I don't, we don't know. We, we, we have no idea. Because we only have, what, we have four more films announced. And we obviously have a ton of, like, Disney Plus stuff announced. But we have no dates for anything besides She-Hulk now. Which I don't, like, I don't know, but I don't know if what to think about She-Hulk yet, to be honest. I'm excited for it. I don't know how it's going to... I just think it hopefully can give us some Avengers parody, but, like, what... I think the done. problem with the... I think the problem that we're going to run into is that... And I think it'll be fine and it'll be... It'll, it'll it won't be the greatest thing ever, but it'll be good. But I think the problem is that the people that are like, we have no direction, are going to get mad because I think it's going to have, like, a Sex in the City vibe. Yeah, I think, so. I think I think it's going to... It's it, This is being, like... Uh, targeted for like middle-aged women, like thirty to fifty-year-old women. Like, I, I feel like that's what they're targeting that one for. So they're trying to expand their demographic, which is smart. But it, if it doesn't all pull together at some point, that's the problem. Yeah, right. And then they got an abomination back, and he's probably going to be upset with that. And then he's going to also have a couple more movies left. Oh, there's four now: Black Panther, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Guardians Three, The Marvels. Fantastic Four was the TBA, and there was two other untitled Marvel films. So, that, and apparently, Phase Four is not going to be done until 2024. Right. And of course, TV show wise, we got She Hulk, Guardians of the Galaxy, Holiday Special, Secret oh, Invasion, Agatha, which I don't. Secret Invasion has been four months of reshoots. Oh, is it really? Apparently, there was a, from what I heard, there was a sequence, and this, I don't know if this is news or a leak. I kind of look at both now, and I don't. I always get mixed up. Oh, yeah. With what, um, 
I think there was a lot of the plot was because again, they're doing Skrull Invasion of Earth. Right. And I think it's instead of being like a lot of uh, like heroes changing, I think it's going to be more like them like in getting involved with like human society and like, gotcha. like real world like tensions and stuff like that. And I think they unfortunately like they filmed it before real world events, and so now they have to go back and I think it's been pushed back almost like a year now. Still says, oh, I'm sorry, that's like next yes. year, though. It seems like it's that came yeah. out in June. It still says 2022, so yeah, well, well, specific date. So, well, there's also a I assume there's gonna be some show that's gonna get like announced for like later in the year because they kind of had them all like the last few years. And then in October, there's a Halloween thing that hasn't been announced yet, but it's kind of coming out. There's like a werewolf fight night. Oh, that's how, yes. It's going to be like black and white and stuff, and it's going to be like kind of no more. That's the time of the Moonlight movie, then. Yeah, it's going to be closer to the Moonlight in the Blade type of thing. And I think that, I think they're doing Midnight Sun. I think they're building up towards there, which is like a team with like Blade, Ghost Rider, like, I think Black Knight is going to be there. Like, Werewolf by Night. So a lot of those more like underground type. Yeah. But well, it, and then they just announced, and well, I think they announced, is it official or no, that the guy who plays Homelander is going to be the, the Dracula? That's a rumor. That's, that's a rumor. He might be Dracula and Blade. He was so. really, and again, that's, you mentioned it a little while ago, that that's who they did casting. Whole guy in from The Boys. Right. He's, he's doing so he's, well right he's now. He's doing so well, that's really smart. I mean, it just, you know, like, that you got to give him credit for that. So, yeah. so, so are you okay with, let's uh, start with me. Are you okay with Phase 4? So far, yeah. I just, I wish I knew what was coming that. I think that that's a little bit of that's the fun and the mystery. So I, th- I think we'll hit phase five and we'll look back and, and be like, oh, you know, that makes sense now. Right. And that's one of those neat things. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those neat things where retrospectively, like, people, uh, we all love to live in the moment. We all just want to know. We just want to know right now. Like, watching watching Obi-Wan, right? What, what, oh, this, this broke everything. This broke everything. But at the end, it made sense. Yeah. A lot of the aspects, the, 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 the plot holes were tied up. And I think that's where I think people are with phase four, where they just right. You just, you just people just want to know, and they don't, and it's it's scary, which is entertainment. It shouldn't be. Uh, you know, it's one of those things. But I just, yeah. It, I, I feel like there's a lot of people that are, and this is the problem that happened with Star Wars a few years ago, is that everybody want, and even Game of Thrones prior to that, everybody was like, oh, well, this is what's going to happen. You got everybody on podcasts and on their blog and all on their social media. This is what's going to happen, and these th- we're going to get this in in um, you know yeah, the other and, and, and everybody yeah, wants to have a prediction. And then I use the term butthurt, and, and my wife hates that term. Very fair term. But they're like, oh, uh, uh, and then usually as I usually make the joke, I'm going to start a petition to make them redo the the last season of Game of Thrones. And it, in relation to less than great. And these are people that are, they say they're fans, but I don't know if they really get it. Like, I don't know if they get it. Like, I, I don't like Eternals very much as like a film. I think some of the concepts are cool and there's like decent stuff I like within it. And it's, it's obviously long. Yeah. But uh, like people were talking about Eternals like it was the worst thing that like the MCU ever put out. And I'm like, I think it's like, the worst thing I personally do, yeah. I mean, I guess like in a, I guess like in a, I guess I can see how that one But like for this, like some of the ways I've seen people react to like Thor, Love and Thunder, especially, it's been like, like, like this movie was no, impossible. And I'm like, it's just like, it's fine. Like, it's Your dad makes a great point though. It, it, the, the, the problem that happened with Doctor Strange, everyone's like, you, everybody overhyped it, everybody overhyped it. I agree. Well, 
No, you overhyped it. Yeah. The studio didn't overhype it. We, we, they never said any of this. Correct. Everybody had theories. Oh, Tom Cruise is Iron Man, duh. And it didn't happen. It's like, well, yeah, because we didn't have to say it. I think that film, um, given like how much they bigged up the multiverse in it, I, listen, I think that it was under, I thought that film was underwhelmed in terms of like its answers, in terms of like the, the what it explored. I didn't even think that they used the multiverse that well, personally. I thought it was like kind of like tame. Like I didn't, like I was it didn't seem like it's like it was just really like obviously intense, yeah. like really like obviously like mind bending concept that they were been talking about as like crazy for like years in the building up, and then it felt like kind of like okay, like I could have thought it's of a lot. I think it's a long, I think it's a long time, long time storytelling thing because you don't want to give everybody everything at once. Sure. I, I thought about this again. Another another Obi Wan comparison. When I watched the, the first Obi Wan Vader fight in that show, episode three it was, and they met on a desert, yeah. I was like, this kind of stinks. But also, that last battle that Obi Wan Darth Vader had in episode six of that, it's not as special if you give them everything, if you give, if you show us everything in episode three. There's a whole psychology in all this. And you have to, like, the multiverse stuff, it's going to be explored slowly but surely until we. We know we're getting the multiverse until the multiverse war happens. That's when we're going to see the full effect of the multiverse. Well, and they just started refilming Loki season two, which we didn't even think we're getting two seasons of Loki. Right. So we thought it was a one-off. And so, I think the direction I mean, is coming. I think like the, I think we're going to start. We're going to start being able to piece it together. I think the ending is like a really good indication with the mutant stuff. Um, yeah. I don't think it's a surprise that. Miss Marvel's ending was like two weeks before San Diego Comic Con, like, and they're going to do a panel. Right. And then obviously they're going to do a D3, uh, D23 panel in September, which they're going to announce like even more. Because we're, we're getting close to the, the end of the known release slate at the moment. So we're going to get a, another the next two, three years. Oh, yeah, you're right. The next two, three weeks, we're going to get a bunch of new releases. So, so, like, so, so I think it's going to more of a. Yeah, exactly. It starts tomorrow, I think, actually. Um, the, the Marvel's panel is Saturday, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're obviously so with that we're going to get a bit of a framework of like okay these are the actual films like some of the actual characters you're going to like so we'll have a bit of an idea from that. I think Black Panther is going to well, Black Panther is, is uh, they're setting up like Wakanda versus Atlantis. Yes, because Namor seems to be the villain. Although there is a, I think the end will be for Black Panther in terms of like I hope so. I think Doctor Doom will be in the post credits. I think he will. I think it's a comic called like Doom Wars, and I think like the Wakanda Atlantis bad fight is a complex orchestrated by Doctor Doom. Right, and, and I think they're doing T'Challa that was weak. And I think Doctor Doom is the next. Is the next like kind of at least Earth level big major threat. Like maybe he's not like Thanos, but he might be. I'm thinking more like the Loki, where he's going to be in a bunch of different things, like like outside the like just. He's gonna be in a lot of things. Yeah, but actually, Kang and like Kang and Doom would have a lot of. I don't want to see them in the comics and stuff too. They do. I, yeah. I, I don't want to see them like over like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to see that many times. Because obviously, with X Men, we're gonna get Magneto, and Magneto's gonna be a cosmic figure. We get Doctor Doom. It will be cool to see a lot of those characters. So we had the conversation about Magneto, and the problem is, is when you go through the traditional story of the X Men, uh, Magneto is a survivor of the Holocaust. Right. So and there's been a lot of talk. So you're the direct, you're in charge of Marvel. I put you get called and you're running down and you're moving down to Florida and you're taking over. So how do you do Magneto now? Oh Jesus! 
is it too far <laughs> removed? I think it is at this point. At least, I mean, based on the public eye, well, uh, we see Ian McKellen look, you know, old as dirt. And it was like 1999 or 2000 when that first extra movie came out. So unless he's part of this magnetic problem, he's got to age quickly. I was talking, we were talking about this earlier, Dad. I know. That's why I'm bringing it up. I wanted this perspective on it, right? You know, because I feel like there's a lot of ways. This is the stuff. Well, you look. Well, like, the way I view it is, because I, I think I always used to be in, uh, but very firmly in a change the bat story camp. Uh, like, just because I feel like looking for negative things. To modernize it. To modernize it a little bit. But also, like, I think, like, he is one of the most prominent Greek characters. Yeah. Like, and I think there would be some backlash. So I think there would be some backlash that would go into it. And to be, there is, like, a, been an uptick in the world as of late in anti-Semitism. People that say the Hawkeye's never had. So maybe a, right. it is time for a, like, a, maybe like it would be good for a character like Magneto to, like, come into the fray and flourish with his normal backstory. And I don't think it's, like, too it could be a time jump somehow. There's a lot of news. Yeah. Yeah. They can yada yada. The yeah, time. Like, like, frozen somehow. Like, you, you can even, like, there's plenty of mutants that have secondary, like, Low, smaller powers, and he okay. He ages slower. Yeah. He doesn't have a regen, but he ages slower. Like right. I, I, I think to preserve like that story, which and also like I don't like the like I don't know if it's like bad enough, but like are all because again, I, there's been some talk of like oh yeah, we can change it to like the civil rights movement, and I'm not, I don't want to say civil rights. It could be Kosovo. It could be a lot of different. Well, things. I don't and I don't want to like compare horror. Or, like, compare right. tragedy, but I don't know. Is it weird just to, like, switch out one genocide for the other? Like, is it, like, I don't know if, like, yeah. the... I think it's dangerous to do that. So I think it's just dangerous. I don't know. Like, oh, and I, what I do like, though, is there is that, obviously, I think it's something about the big, but they did have a Professor Rex uh, Cyclops team, but potentially who they want to pair with that. And they, and, because at one point it was, uh, what's his name, uh, Space Gun. John Charles Esposito. It was. It was like, oh, maybe Magneto. And now it's they're thinking maybe John. At least the talk is like maybe John Charlie as Professor Rex. And then what's his name? Hangman from Top Gun Maverick. Okay, that guy to play Cyclops. That would be pretty good. Like like knowing what I know about. And then what's his face? Because there's a lot of rumors that what's his face is going to be in there. There's been a lot of. There's been a a lot of speculation for this, and some like Flex fans, Flex everybody's throwing out Daniel Radcliffe, Tom Hardy, all these people. I, 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 I think we went through this today about all the ridiculous ones. The Wolverine fan castings are mostly horrible. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like Keanu Reeves. You well, know, most of the people that they pick. Some plus pick someone who's 90. The median age that people suggest for like these Wolverine actors are. Well, there's, actually, there's, there's, there's two things. There, there's two categories that make up the bulk of it. He's with a 45-year-old men, which are like, he's playing Wolverine. He doesn't age. Like, it's like, right. like they're 45. He's got to play the character for like 15 years. years. At least 10 like, years. He's, he's Wolverine. He's yeah. like their most popular character. Right. He's going to be in like the amount of films that Iron Man yeah, like, probably. He's gonna yeah. get a lot of stuff if we're being honest. Yeah, this is Wolverine, and I think they can't even bring him in in the first movie because then it just overwhelms all the other things. Looks like a forty-five-year-old man in the comics. So I understand, like the yeah, but then you just got of it. But you have to like just you understand, like he has to. Hit it. There's and, they, and they're also. I mean, I'm sure you've seen 
the chair with like Eastwood's kid. Oh yeah, so yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. Category. Everybody's kid. Yeah. 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 So like, those are like Scott Eastwood, who I've never seen act like anything but a cinder block in a movie, and <laughs> and uh, and then Milo Gibson, whose first film was his father's film. Right. So, like, so right. in 2016, and I'm like, oh yeah, and he's oh, but he's short though, and he has a beard. Yeah. 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 Usually, it's like somebody's like six three, like Henry Cavill. Like first of all, no. I mean, I love Henry Cavill, but he can't be out of the He's not quite the age. He's like my age. You know, he's from the middle of At least I'm the right height. That's me as Wolverine. And then when I get too old, Christian, you can just take over because we look alike. And again, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, it looks pretty, even, even like, in a, in a well, what's his face? Jaron Eggerton. Is, I think, a guy from Kingsman. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like, he's good Elton John. And he's a very good actor, too. He's a little bit of, like, fresh face for it, I would say. But, like, I don't know. I just saw, I saw Hugh Jackman in, I went to New York and saw Hugh Jackman in The Music Man, because I love Hugh Jackman, I love The Music Man. It was, like, to me, the first person. Hugh Jackman's the nicest human being in the world. And Hugh Jackman, like, the funny thing is, everything that he does in... Music Man is about his charm and his smile. Think about that. Did we ever see Wolverine smile? Oh, a little bit. We let smirk and stuff. Uh, I mean, give yeah. a lot of smile. Like, I'm selling you a used car. That's never. There's there's nothing. There's nothing. There's not a single element of anything where Wolverine is anything like his portrayal. Or if you haven't seen, you know, Music Man is go watch The Great Showman and say that's the same actor. I mean that. So I mean that's the thing. No, but my point is just that like you can cast anybody because you saw him in something. You can make anybody in Hollywood look like anything. With yeah, makeup yeah. and costuming, and you know, Looks like and the, the and just being good at range and the range. I mean, yeah. I, this goes back. This goes back years, you know, back to when I was younger. It, you fresh out of high school, Danny DeVito yeah. as the Penguin. Yeah, like who would have thought that? I mean, it's not a bad portrayal of the Penguin. No, it was great. And then you know, Michael Keaton is Batman. Nobody, yeah. nobody. Oh yeah, that. that was that was like that what? was very controversial. He was in a comedy. Like he was a comedic actor. Michael Keaton that was known as being a comedic actor. So and now everybody wants him back. And yeah, so it's the, people have a lot more range. You know, people used to uh, take a dump all over Channing Tatum because of his lovey-dovey movies. Right. But he went on to become a really funny actor, yeah, like yeah. star with Twenty One Jump Street. And some of these other, you know, other films he's appeared in. Uh, you know, I was hyped for him to be Gambit. When that was the casting idea, I really like that. <laughs> I loved it. He's really? from the area. Oh, God, he looks the part. Yeah, I, I like I thought that was good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. agree with that. You didn't like that, but I liked that a lot. I he probably won't. Yeah, I don't know what, what's the fate of Gambit's going to be. I don't even know the fate of this lineup. I don't know, like, what they're... Once they, they bring in the, the X-Men, there's so many great X-Men. And that's, you know... Well, that's the thing. Like, so many of Marvel's best yeah. characters are mutant characters, and they haven't had access to them for, like, right. literally the entirety of their universe so far. Right. They starved it out, and that was one of the things where everyone well, yeah, was like, they're about Ms. Marvel. They're like, no, she's an inhuman. She did the tears in this thing. Well, no. Uh, uh, well, she was in the comics, but... Yeah, you probably did. Yeah, they were freezing out X Men, making new X Men characters. So they yeah, they literally told Inhumans was that, um, yeah, right, good. Inhumans was like irrelevant until they Marvel tried to freeze making new X Men characters for Fox News. Isn't like the old live action with um, oh, okay. when they were yeah. trying to like 
starve out like so like they killed off Fantastic Four in the comics, I think, or they didn't they did. for years. Yeah. Uh they really they killed off Wolverine, they like froze him in Adamantium or some shit for like literally, they literally just left him there. Like the character in Adamantium for like five years. They wanted to make so he eventually got so relevant that but they wanted to have to sell yeah, exactly. They were trying to create enough market oh, okay. mar- enough market situations just to like slowly bleed out uh like support for the X Men, which just didn't work. Yeah. Like because uh, they lived, they weren't making X Men comics. You couldn't find X Men. I was watching a video. You couldn't find X Men merchandise and stuff for a period of time. Video so, games they got tight. You never see them in the video games. Like it was, it was tough. And that was all red. Yeah, like so. But since like the box merge with like Big Fantastic Four back in the comics, like a lot of the X Men are back. They have that new like Krakoa arc, which is like the new weird villain that they have. In the comics right now, Professor X like kind of gave up on like the tradition of Professor X Yeah, which is very weird. Alright, uh, let's wrap it up here. I mean, what else do you got? Anything else you want to kind of throw in? Oh, man. I was really sad I couldn't do the, uh, that was, I couldn't do the, uh, the, the Obi-Wan episode. I, I was, I was really looking forward to talking to that with you guys. But, um, I, I did want to say that. But, uh, but yeah, as far as pop culture stuff, I'm living in the wall right now. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a lull. It's how much time you can open some things up, but yeah. a little bit of a lull. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like it's it's weird not having a new show to watch. Yeah. We went from, and it probably went back a little bit before that, but Green Knight, Obi-Wan, Ms. Marvel, and now we got nothing. It's funny because back when we were a kid, there was nothing. Right. Because everything was in movies and everything was on hiatus, but there's just new shows. So it's August is kind of coming up, and, and you know, it's kind of funny. There's not a lot. I mean, really. Andor comes out. Oh, I got Westworld. You got Westworld, which Westworld is amazing. Keeps me going. That's going to keep me going yeah. until about when. Even Star Trek wrapped up right now, so I'm even yeah. going to start. Westworld right. will keep me going to at least like the August or something yeah. like two weeks until when I really care about Andor. I, I really am. Andor is going to be. I think Andor's I, the more I've learned about Andor, which is coming out, mm-hmm. and like what the vision of that show is, yeah. the more I've gotten excited. And then also, like, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones come and, back. And, I, and it'll be so nice to have Game of Thrones with two creators that actually want to be there, right. that actually want to make the show. Like, because the two guys that were on the last episode of the end didn't want to be there. No. And, like, <laughs> they got offered more money, more time, literally turned it down, and they put out a horrible product. So it'd be nice that we get, like, so many of the, the creative people from behind the scenes of Game of Thrones, they both did a show. Um, Mike, Michael Sapochnik, I think the guy's name is, or Miguel Sapochnik, like, who directed, like, Battle of the Bastards, like, um, Battle for, like, Smart Home. They brought, so a, lot, they brought like, a lot of That guy's, like, one of the yeah. showrunners. Yeah. Like, right. George R. R. Martin's, like, one of the main writers. He's actually so, like, involved. I'm very, like, yeah. He's actually writing something. Matt Smith's, like, the, basically the, most, the main character. Like, I'm very happy with yeah. him. No, I think that's going to be, the, those are going to be big. I mean, why HBO doesn't do too much with Star Trek? I just started, I rejoined Hulu because they there's a couple of TVs we do in shadows yeah. that stuff. So I watched the first episode, and that's hilarious. I mean, it's just so over the top of the acting. And it's just there's just so, there is good stuff. And then you're, like like you were you're rewatching stuff. I think what's Zach Zach's watching? Who was telling me he was watching? Something he's watching. He just got caught up on the boys. So you gotta watch. He was the trying boys to watch too. the Witcher. Oh yeah, he was trying to watch the Witcher. Which is yeah, he did, he wasn't. You know, and I don't think he just wants to watch. Well, Matt, uh, tell us about, tell, tell people that don't know, what are some of your other podcasts? Uh, too many to name, too many to name. I will just say this, simply put, go and support our network at BICBP-radio.com. There are podcasts for everybody, um, and our network is growing, you know, big part due to this place. You know, you're, you have a, you're 
more well liked than I am. <laughs> so you've been you've been involved in the community so much that it's cool that people are kind of coming to you and they're like, oh, you got this podcast studio, I want to be a part of it. So. Well, I mean, it, it's it's a fun. It's been such a you know, people keep asking me how you can go into retirement, and I'm like, well, I took Saturday off. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like I've been so busy. You gotta stay busy. And and uh, but it's not it's not this isn't work for me now. This is this is what I want. It like I love doing. Um, I, I'm so I'm so honored to be working with so many alumni and their friends to be doing stuff now. Guys that maybe graduated like five years ago, yeah. and now I'm hanging out with them. And and they were some of the best kids I ever ever got to teach. And and now I'm working with them again, and, and we're collaborating, and, and they're giving me suggestions on how to make this room and and the other facilities better. And 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 it's we're all kind of growing. Whether it's growing the network or emerge, kind of being a place where filmmakers can come and grow what they want to do, yeah. um, I just think there's a lot of really cool potential. Uh, I mean, one of the nicest things. I mean, obviously, I, I do a podcast with my with my son, but I'm also running Emerge with my son. Right. And you know, we just get on each other's nerves like we do on the, on the show. <laughs> but you know, like, but that's. But I mean, it, it's that, that is. I mean, that's be too corny, but at the same time, I think. Like all of this is part of what I'm excited about this next stage of my life, and and I said I don't think I don't know if I would have taken the shot of doing this if I wouldn't have been able to do the podcast aspect of it. Right. So the podcasting is going to really help support everything else that emerges, hopefully, down the time. Now, do you feel like you're allowed to express yourself more creatively now with this place yes. versus in the, the yeah. confines of the? I can work with who I want to. Yeah. I don't have to worry about if I want to do a commercial for a friend of mine who's running for political office. I don't have to worry that I'm going to get a phone call from a board member or, or somebody bad right. because I'm, you know, I'm getting money from the city to fund something. Like, and those things happen. That's the real world, and that's yeah. fine. And I don't, I never faulted anyone who did that because that's their job too. Yeah. Um, no, but here it's like, well, don't come here. Right. You don't have to come here. I mean, it's it's nice to be kind of a private citizen. Um, and like, and I, 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 I did a lot for my community, and I continue. I want to do more. I've been joining. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm getting involved with the Castellani Art Museum on a committee, and and I love. I'm working with the uh, Niagara River Region uh, Chamber of Commerce, and I want to do video production for them just because I, I, I can. Um, and and I'm, I, I got so many cool things I'm getting to do now. Uh, we're doing that tennis match with Larry Monahan's yes, buddies. Yes, we're doing yes, that. Yeah, <laughs> I got to talk to Larry about that. <laughs> so there's a lot of there's just so many, and every every day he does something new and something fun, and right. and, um, and and I'm just it's fun, and, and uh, Kristen's been tremendous in kind of giving me a great aesthetic, um, you know, for just support with all kinds of cool ideas. So he's 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 really that yin to my yang to make sure that you know, like no, that's a terrible. Idea. You know, which is, which is, I need someone to tell me that, right? right. Which is good. So, you got anything over there, Sunshine? You got to go and watch Man City. Man City's playing somebody. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm off. Actually, I'm off to Orlando this weekend, taking Zach to see Orlando. Uh, uh, Chelsea's playing Arsenal in Orlando, and because we're going to Orlando, Zach and I are going to go to the shower. So. Studios. I said we're going down. We really, we're just, just go. We're going to Disney for one day just to hit all the Star Wars. Well, that's for three thousand dollars. 
The only thing I wish the Rise of the Resistance like had nothing to do with the first story. I wish it wasn't the sequel, but it's still pretty cool because I've been on the ride because I went in before. It doesn't matter. Like the Smuggler's Run is incredible. Like what they did in their Star Wars land or whatever they call it uh, is incredible. I'm just it's gonna be fun. That's cool. Thank you for joining us. You know, again, check out the network. You know, keep keep. Keep sharing this. If, you find, if you're interested in being involved with podcasting, please reach out to myself or Matt, and we'll hook you up and, and be part of something that's fun. It's, it's, it's a riot, and um, we, we thank you, everybody, for listening, and we'll be back next time.